Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Are you seeing ghost? As in TV ghost? What are TV ghosts? Those networks that somehow, some way, they survive with little reason to watch them anymore. The networks that we seldom watch, but they're still bundled into the channels that are part of your cable package. We got a lot of those. So... We would love to hear from you guys. Which channels that once upon a time dominated your lives that are still a part of the package, whether it's on cable or that you have bundled in, that you just rarely watch anymore? 651-461-9226. I think that this is a great topic, a great idea. Uh, Full credit to uh, producer Christopher Tubbs. Because there has to be probably a bunch of ones that you that oh, you yeah. that you just you don't even venture to search for anymore. No, I think we have got a buttload of channels, and I think we use we watch maybe less than ten of them. Really? I mean, we just we've gotten kind of just so used to our because our viewing patterns have changed. Uh, I'll give you an example right now. I used to okay. watch a lot of MTV. A lot. That was that was going to be the first one what? I was going to mention. Yeah, MTV. Yeah, because c- I mean, it used. I to can't be, tell you the last time I watched. I enjoyed when it kind of first started to get into the reality TV realm. The real world. Yeah, like the real world. That was it. That's where it started. Yeah, I mean that's that is really when it started. But then it went into like Rockola, Flavor of Love, and all of these. Off shoots of that, you know, uh, the next white rapper or something. I mean, there was a, there were a lot of these ridiculous shows, but they were guilty pleasures. And once everybody started to get into it, like it didn't feel special. And so I was like, well, what am I going to? And by that point, I mean, I had kind of grown out of it. You know, I got married, had a kid, and I'm like, I just, I don't watch it anymore. And I, I have to say that is probably one of the main ones. That and VH1, I think, are, are two of them that I just don't watch as much anymore. All right, so what are those channels out there, guys, that you 
used to dominate, that you used to love, those channels you used to watch, and you rarely or you seldom even watch at all nowadays. 651-461-9226. I'm going to give you two of mine. Because okay. you brought up MTV. I used to love E. I used to love the entertainment. I used to love watching E. Did that did, was that the one that had Talk Soup with John Henson? Yes. Oh, see, that was a great show, John Henson. That was a classic show, but when that show went away is when it started to decline. Yeah, it, yeah, because I mean, it, it was him and it was the stagehand Tom McNamara. Like those two, yeah, th- they made it work. I feel like you need a staple show, or you needed a staple show, in order to even be in the conversation. Of being on the radar for something. What about Comedy Central? Do you watch Comedy Central nowadays? I still watch Comedy Central. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, see, I, I I watch it. I watch a lot of see. I watch a lot of syndicated cartoons. Like I watch a lot of South Park. Uh, I watch Seinfeld. Like th- those are probably the two that I watch the most. So yeah, I I will watch a lot of Comedy Central. So now you know. One of the reasons why some of these channels are still active and they're being they're still on is because there are people out there like my father that still watch the same old stuff time after time. After. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to give you guys the inside scoop on Henry Lake Sr. My father, 80% of the time, 80% of the time, and I'm not making this up, Watches country westerns. Like stuff from like CMT or the Nashville, not, not Nashville I'm, Network. I'm, I'm talking, my dad has seen every John Wayne movie ever made. Okay. Like the Gunsmoke, Bonanza. All of it. Things like that. Okay. All of it. Name, name, name me a country western sh- uh, show or movie and he's seen it. Seriously. The Rifleman. All of them. Okay. Name another. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking Gunsmoke, Bonanza. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Gunsmoke was the thing. Gunsmoke was the thing. Seriously. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what else might have. Yeah. I mean, there, there were so many shows. It, it, and I'm telling you, I'm talking about to this day in 2024 mm-hmm. uh, from Gunsmoke and Bonanza. To all the movies like a Deadwood, uh, okay. The Rifleman, yeah, The Lone Ranger, like all that stuff. My dad, he's seen it all, and it, no, 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 and he'll it, watch it, it again. It, and it again. doesn't matter if he's seen it a thousand times; he's going to watch, watch it, again. it again. Okay. And I've said this when you know when when, when stopping and, and you know seeing my dad, I'll be like, Dad, why are you watching this again? Because I love watching this. He loves it. Yeah. And then outside of that, outside of the country, Western stuff, he watches Columbo in those shows. He watches the detective stuff. Okay. I mean. Like the old, like, Cagney and Lacey, like the 70s, 80s stuff? Yeah, all that, man. I'm okay. dead serious. Okay. Uh, Columbo. What was the other? What, what, what was the one with uh, Telly Savalas? Uh, Cujo? It wasn't called Cujo, was it? Telly Savalas? I'm trying to think. I can't remember the name of the show. It wasn't called Cujo, was it? No, let me. Kojak. 
Kojak. Kojak. Exactly. Okay. I, was, I was like, Cujo. Cujo. I was like, that was the dog. Yeah, that was the dog. <laughs> Kojak. Kojak. Yes. yes. I knew it started with a K, and it was two syllables. You 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 think my dad didn't love Tell Us About? Man, I'm, he watches all of that stuff, man, to this day. I can't watch shows like that when I've seen it a, a thousand times. It's just enough already. So there gets to a certain point where you you can't I can't I you can't watch the same show even if you really enjoy it. My favorite movie of all time is um Love Jones. Okay. And I've seen it probably I don't know 60 times. I can't watch it 60 more times. Like I love the movie. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, Darius and Nina and their love story. But my gosh, enough already. So but, I, but my dad, he, he can watch stuff. It doesn't matter how many times. I, I'm, I'm like your dad. Like I, I could sit there. If I really enjoy something, I've seen the same TV episode, Seinfeld, hundreds of times. Like Zoolander, Dodgeball, like any of those Ben Stiller movies mm-hmm. with like the Brat Pack. I can watch those, you know, hundreds of times and always be entertained by them. <laughs> how about Rawhide? Raw, yes, Rawhide, <laughs> yes. Rawhide. Yes. Rawhide, baby. Yeah, text line uh, Kojak. So, yeah, that was that was my bad. Kojak, yep. Kojak. Kojak. Um, the other, from the, from the text line, it says here, a 40, 46-year-old male, I stopped watching ESPN about 15 years ago when they stopped playing highlights and turned to yelling matches. They play highlights still. Yeah, I, I think it's become not, not, it's not, be, not, well. It's become more of a talking head. No, no, hundred percent. The the, the texture's right about yeah. the talking head part. But to say that, um, but to say that they don't show highlights, they show highlights. They they show highlights. They just don't show as much as they used to. Like they they don't allocate as much time to highlights as what they used to. Like they got different features and and it's more time to fill. It it is, but. With that also comes, you know, more complimentary pieces and more discussion yeah. as kind of uh, an accessory to the highlights. That I think is kind of what to the say. And, 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 and I and I understand because the industry shifted. Absolutely. And, and I am the same way. Like I will sit and I will watch SportsCenter, but I'm not going to sit there and watch First Take and get up and, you know. Oh, I watch all of it. See, I, if I'm up. If, yeah. I, if I'm up, like if I'm up watching it, like because mm-hmm. so, sometimes I get up and I'm and I do my hit with Vanita, and I'll do something on the computer, or or I have other things going on in my day. But if I'm just kind of like laying around, if I'm taking a chill pill, I'll watch. What's wrong watching? Get up. Yeah, to me, I I don't know. I it just becomes more noise and less substance because if if there's anything that I absolutely feel like I need to know. I'm going to see it on Twitter. I'm going to see it on social. Mm. I'm going to see it on social media. I don't think that get up or first take is that different than radio shows. It's not. The only difference is is they will beat a specific topic into the ground mm-hmm. in the course of an hour. We will talk about various different things over the course of three hours. There, there's so many times that Greeny comes back from break wanting to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. There's only so many times from from break that he's coming back talking about uh, LeBron James and what the Lakers are going to do. Like I, I get that part. Yeah, and and that's what it is. It's it's 
it's the same five topics. Yeah, I hate over that Over and yes. over. I hate that What about the Yankees? Shohei Otani, Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James. I actually think their first take has gotten better, though. Have they? Okay. They've gotten better with, with because they, they use a nice mix of who they have on their mm-hmm. shows. From Shannon Sharp to Mad Dog to whoever. Right? Okay. Marcus Spears. I, I, I do tend to like it. I, I don't even like it. Okay, yeah. And, Not and something I, I watch every day, though. See, and, and that's kind of where I feel maybe that texture is kind of thinking the same thing. You know, I, I watch it because it's, you know, part of my job is to mm-hmm. watch it and kind of be in tune with it. But, yeah, I, I mean to sit there and, and be like I absolutely have to watch it every day and I'm hanging on every word. I mean, that's not that, – that's just – that's not a thing. Yeah. I would, I would rather sit and watch a rerun of something on Comedy Central or – Something that I can put in the background is background noise when I'm working that I don't have to sit there and pay attention to, if that makes sense. You would rather watch rerun after rerun of a comedy thing than a current events thing. I wouldn't. It depends. It depends. You know, I, I mean, I'm, if, not gonna, I'm not going to wake up every single day watching Blazing Saddles or whatever. I mean, as opposed yeah. to like something that's up to date with. The NCAA tournament. Yeah, and, and I mean, I can, I can catch that in. I can catch up on that a whole lot quicker than you know sitting there and and watching an hour or two hours. Like I can, again, I can catch up on social media. I can get the cliff notes, and then if there's something that I feel I need to dig into, that's when I can actually sit and and kind of dive in a little bit more. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Wait till you get word on one U.S. employer and company that's make a forceful, a forceful request of its employees. We get to that next year on The Lake Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we got some controversy, people. I wonder how this is going to be playing out here real soon. And I said that there's going to be at some point There's going to be a company that's going to step up and say enough's enough. Now we have that moment. We have that moment. We'll see how this plays out. And I love your reaction to this. I'm going to read you the headline. From the Minneapolis Star Tribune, it was posted just about 90 minutes ago. It's no longer a request. U.S. uh, Bank is requiring employees to come to the office three days a week. And according to their story, a year and a half ago, the CEO of U.S. Bancorp asked employees to start coming to the office more often, presumably, preferably, three days a week. Now the Minneapolis Bank Bank is making it mandatory. In a recent message to employees obtained by the Star Tribune, company leaders noted that while branch employees are on site every day, Its guidance for hybrid employees has been more loosely followed. That will change this year. Quote from the memo, beginning this quarter, if you have an assigned office space in one of our U.S. bank facilities, you should be in the office three or more days a week in the memo. I I knew that there was – the rubber is meeting the road now. Now, And listen – I am not, and I don't want people to take it as though, like, I have been anti-hybrid. I'm not anti-hybrid. I'm not. But what I've been saying is, is that I think that people have been overstating the leverage that you have with this whole hybrid thing. To think that you're going to have a job, a good-paying job, with a major corporation, and you're never going to return to your office in downtown Minneapolis, like, that's just not realistic. I mean, I don't know what world you're living in. I, I don't. I don't think that that's. I don't think it's fair to think that that should be the case for you. And there's nothing wrong with employers saying we want you to be back. They're still offering but the people, hybrid. But people have been acting as though it's wrong for them to all of a sudden require you to come back to the to the job two to three days a week. U.S. Bank is like, no, nah, screw that. You guys are showing up at least three days a week. Your react, your thoughts and reaction to this at 651-461-9226. Cause I'm gonna tell you this right now. Just just my opinion, and mm-hmm. I might be wrong. And we, we'll test it out in a year. I could be wrong, totally wrong. I don't think that the hybrid workers have the leverage here. And I don't think it's too much to ask for you to go into your office three days a week. I don't think it's I don't think it's crazy. And I know that we've changed our model and all that stuff, whatever, but I, I just don't think that. All, like, it, all it takes is one company. Yep. Like you were saying, it, it just takes one to put this out there. And then if you start seeing – other companies are going to pay very close attention to what U.S. Bank I- is doing. Because I, I feel like to even give the hybrid option is very courteous. Maybe I'm missing something, but I feel like 
the very fact that companies are allowing you the opportunity to even do the hybrid, you fish, you should feel fortunate because there are some companies that's like, you know what, you got to come back. I mean, they they could have said it's it's either five days a week or it's nothing. This is what I this is and so so and I'd love to get your reaction whether it's on the text line or phone call six five one four six one nine two two six. This is my prediction. This is my prediction. And like I said before, we'll revisit this in a year, and I could be wrong about U.S. Bank and people pivoting. I don't think these people are going to walk away from that job. I just don't, I don't believe that. I, I'm not buying that. This is my prediction, though. Target's next. Target, M- Mayor Fry, and with all due respect to Mayor Jacob Fry, Mayor Jacob Fry, in my opinion, is not a very decisive person. He's not forceful. He's he's very he, – he likes to kind of – he doesn't like to uh, go address things head on. Like he doesn't want to put his foot down. Right? No, that's just who he is. Yeah. That's just who he is. We saw it with the protest. He's he's at protest in South Minneapolis, and he had protesters shout him off of the, the, the grounds. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. You're not shouting me out of protest. I remember like, that. Like, like – yeah, we may disagree on something, but I'm sorry, I'm not going to be fearful to. I'm the mayor. Like, come on. Yeah. But 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 he he's a he, that's that's just him. He's a little bit more, more timid about things. When it came up with Target, he kind of hemmed and hawed and didn't want. I'm telling you, Target's next. I think that Target is probably later this year going to come out and say they're going to follow this model. Because yep. typically that's what happens is that when somebody says no, nah, enough of this, we're putting up. You look at the, the airline industry. With uh, baggage and having to pay for um, luggage, I'm telling you right now, I think that Target's going to be the next. It one. just takes all th- it takes is one the, to the, crack the seal. Yeah, I don't know that any of these companies want to be the one that is going to come out and set the ground rules because you don't want to come off as looking forceful. But then you've got other companies that are absolutely going to be following this. And the thing about like, I don't feel this is unreasonable by U.S. Bank. I don't feel like it is, it would be unreasonable of Target. No. I, I don't. I said at the time when the Target stuff came up, yeah. I said, I said, do people think that Target employees have that much leverage? I, I don't. Oh, they'll leave. Yeah. Like there's going to be some mass exodus out of Target? I don't buy that. The The numbers are low enough with unemployment, that it is not going to be conducive to those who want to just think it's going to be easy to pick up and go from one job to another. You know, my wife gets the opportunity to work from home one day a week. She used to have three days a week, and then it was two days a week. And there are people that she works with that are just beside themselves that they had their extra work at home day taken away. And she's like, hey, I get to work from home one day a week. I'm thankful for that. If I have to go into the office four days a week, I mean, think about what it was like before COVID. If somebody would have gave if somebody would have given you the option, Henry, five years ago, to be like, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're gonna change things. You get to work from home one day a week. People would be looking at this completely different. Yeah, I'll work from home five, one day a week. If I have to go into the office four days, 
Yeah, that's that's cool. That's great. I love it. But because people have been spoiled, and I'm not saying that they've been taking advantage of it, but people have gotten comfortable with working from home, and now you're putting them back into something that they haven't been in. All right, 651-461-9226. Text line for the 612, totally agree with you, Henry, uh, which means that they agree with you as well, Chris. I I don't think that this is – I don't think that this is like something where U.S. Bank employees are going to be like, we're putting our foot down, we're leaving, we're going to another. I'm sorry. Times have changed. It, it, we're not in the height of the COVID-19 pandemic anymore, and you got to get your butt back to downtown Minneapolis. A- another breaking news item that is very interesting to me, but also I have clarity, I believe, on the issue. Maybe you do too. We'll get to that next year after weather on The Lake Show. I'm actually texting with a, a business owner of downtown Minneapolis, and they agree 100% with what I'm saying. They they are they're saying they just text me back. Like, Thank you, brother. Agree hundred percent. We need to. We just have to. Like it's going to take everybody to be in it. If you if you're talking about you really care about reviving the city, keeping things going, and building and 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 and, and getting it back, not all the way back because maybe we'll never get to all the way back. But the reality is is that we got a great city. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a lot of good stuff going on. We're far from perfect, but everybody's got to get get in the fight. Is my point. Well, everybody's got to get into the fight. It can't be a few restaurants or a few companies. It's got to be everybody. Well, and, and if we want to get back to normal, and we want to kind of have what we once had. You need more individuals downtown. And how do you do that? You bring back some of those individuals. You bring back some of the workers. It makes me sad when I see some of these businesses that have gone under because of the lack of patrons. I don't know if that would have made a difference, but I feel like we can kind of get back to some semblance of normal if they try and get back into a semi-normal routine, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, real quickly, I want to get to this and mention this because I find this interesting, super interesting. And this is based out of a report from my uh, former colleague and still good friend to this day, KSTP TV sports reporter Darren Wilson, as we all like to affectionately call him, Doogie. He has reported that the transfer of majority control of the Timberwolves and links from Glenn Taylor to A-Rod and Mark Laurie is behind schedule. That it's it's being delayed. This does not surprise me. What well, what a little bit of surprise. I don't want to say surprise is the word. I, I don't know what's the correct word to use. But let me say this. And this is what Wilson reported, Taylor is saying. Quote, a different closing date will have to be agreed to later. This is what's clear to me. We all know that A-Rod doesn't have the money. Like A-Rod's the face. Yes. He yep. is, he is, um, he's doing well. He ain't broke. We get that. But he was never going to be 
the sole majority owner of the Minnesota. He just didn't have no, money he, like that. He wasn't going to be the a, main beneficiary. He, he's not a multi-billionaire. Mark Laurie is the guy that's more the the stakeholder. Mark Laurie and A-Rod, who I, I like them both, mm-hmm. they don't have Glenn Taylor money, though. So I bring this up because one of the interesting things, and and I, I will, full, full transparency, I haven't gone to near as many games this year just because clearly they're not on our station anymore. Yep. When, the, when those games are going, like right now, Years leading up to this year, I'm at the game. You would have I'm been watching there right it. now. I'm watching, and then we do post game, whatever. Yeah. Now we're here. Me and you are doing the show, and we're watching the game, right? Yep. But even beyond that, because I'm not in the building every single night. Have you noticed Mark Laurie as much? No. Like, I, I maybe not, it's just yeah. me because I'm not in the building as much. But Mark Laurie. Seemed to be more like he was more visible. He, he was, yeah. And I, I understand, you know, hey, if you get a chance to talk with A Rod who's sitting courtside, of course you are. No question. He's always going to play. They're two different personalities. Absolutely. Yeah. One guy's a one guy should be, well, in the Hall of Fame. Yes. And the other guy is just a guy that likes to play the back. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with both of them having their respective roles. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I don't see Mark Laurie. Sitting courtside. I mean, even in little video packages, B-roll, anything like that. Yep. And you know, I never, until you mentioned the the, the report by Doogie, I never like put that together because I remember Chad had talked to Glenn Taylor one time when I was working. Uh, I was in for Harrigan a couple of months ago, and I remember Glenn Taylor. You know, Chad got Glenn Taylor on the line, and you know, one of the things that they were doing. You know, he asked him about the sale, and it sounded like it was, you know, not on its original schedule in terms of, like, you know, dates and benchmarks and everything being met. Yep. But Glenn, he made it seem like it wasn't a big deal. So maybe it wasn't a big deal. Maybe this is still just nothing. But they've delayed it twice, though, in terms of the timing of it. Well, let me, let me I, I find this part interesting according to the report for the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Because they have an article up now about this. Okay. It's ba- based on Doogie's report? Yep. Okay. It, listen to this. It said the sale price with regards to Lori and uh, A-Rod, right, was one one $1.5 right? Okay. The Timberwolves right now are valued at $2.5 Yeah, that that would significantly change the <laughs> dynamics. That would – I mean, do we need to start a GoFundMe? Is that what we need to do? Well, I don't – I. I I mean, one billion. Listen, listen. It says the third and final payment. Yeah. From Lori and A. Rod to Taylor was due December the thirty first. Mm. It's going to take some time, dude. I think for them to get the rest. Yeah, of the money. we're we're almost two months past it. So if the if the sale can they go back and change that sale price based on the new valuation? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, like, like I find. I don't think you're going to sell a franchise for a billion dollars less. No, no. Just to sell it. No. I, and I mean certainly there's got to be something along the way some sort of guardrails if the price goes up or goes down. And and I mean let's be honest, any professional sports franchise is 
never, well, not never, but very, very rarely is going to lose any sort of, of depreciation value. But that is very interesting that the, and I mean, the value has gone up $1 billion. Well, in, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying Well, that, no, but, but I mean, it's gone up in a short period of time, too. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the value went, I, I, we don't, it doesn't say what the value was. I'm, it says it says that the sale price was a, a one and a half billion. Yes, we don't know. It doesn't say that that was the value. It says that its value. Now, I would assume that it went up some. I don't think it went up a billion dollars in the in the in the last year and a half. Well, that's what I'm. I, I'm just. I'm very. No, that yeah, can't be the case. Okay, I'm very. That makes no sense. It, it, yeah, that seems like it's. <laughs> I'm I mean, actually texting Doogie now. I'm like, hey, man, give me some clarity on this. Yeah, because tell him we're trying to figure it out on the fly. No, because the Wolves, I mean, best team in the West, thanks to uh, Oklahoma City losing last night. Yeah, but one but, half I mean, a year doesn't inflate your value. No, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I, yeah. that's, that's exactly what I'm saying here. But it is very, it is very interesting, though, that – I mean, how far into the process are they? Are they more than halfway into the process? Are they three-quarters? Like, well, how it, many more payments? Let me repeat what I just st- stated. The third and final payment okay. was supposed to be on December the 31st. Mm-hmm. So it, so it, it, it sounds like they're close they're to the close finish line. They're close to the finish line. But that's interesting to me. That is, I mean, that's just really interesting to me. You get, yeah, and, and I mean, you, you've made this much financial commitment – so far, and however you've been able to get the money is one thing. But, yeah, to be so close and two months, you know, it's not like this has just been a couple of weeks. This is definitely going to be something worth watching. I had no idea oh, that man. it was. I, I'm, I'm not going to even talk about what you just texted me. Uh-oh. I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh-oh. No, this is not for for air. Oh, okay. Yeah, it. I think Glenn Taylor might be owning this for a little bit longer. Let's okay. just like that. All right. Hey, hey, real quick, I do want to address a couple of things before we get to uh, headlines and get done with the show. Um, this a couple of texts from the text line about the topic about revitalization and, and offices downtown, all that stuff. I'm thankful my husband isn't downtown. However, my location switching to the open collaborative floor seating, which is horrible for IT people that need to concentrate for a living. This works well for a marketing uh, department, but that's about all. Not to mention hygiene and having to wipe down these public workspaces and toting toting your backpack with laptop, mouse, headset, et cetera, each time. And then lastly, Henry, if walkable cities and reducing carbon emissions is important, the revitalization of downtown is the opposite of what is needed. We need to focus on making the suburbs walkable and more transit-friendly. I don't think people are thinking like that, and I'm going to tell you why. If that was indeed the case, why are we still talking about the light rail stuff? Why are we still talking about all this crazy mass transit that they're trying to do from, from, from in the city all the way out to different parts? Why would that even be a thing? And quite frankly, so much money has been burned and wasted on that. It's it, it makes me puke. Uh, that's Southwest. And that it's unbelievable. That's been going on for years, and and we joke about the roads and the highways not never getting yeah. done. That's a joke. This was a waste. Of waste of money. money. Waste of waste money. of money. Yep. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do headlines, and then we're done right here on the Lake Show. 
All righty, let's get into headlines, and then we just cruise on into the weekend. I don't know what you got planned for the weekend, but I'm going to try to enjoy myself a little bit before we get into a Big Ten basketball with the ladies next week. Should be fun. Well, we've got a uh, we've got an event tomorrow that uh, forced me into getting a haircut and a shave, and then uh, I Sunday, see you. Sunday. I'm not. Yeah, believe me. If I didn't have an event that I had to get all dressed up for tomorrow, I'd still have my my longer hair and my uh, my old man beard. But you know, what the wife wants, the wife gets. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever she wants. Whatever she wants. Okay. Yeah. Whatever she wants, Daddy Magic, make it happen. Hey, uh, Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty speaking out about the two robbery sprees involving multiple juveniles after questions have been raised about whether those arrests were being charged. Over the course of the two weekend robbery sprees in February, the Minneapolis police referred 12 cases to the county attorney's office. Those cases involved 12 different juveniles in connection, mainly to car thefts. However, Moriarty says charging these youth goes beyond just catching them in a stolen vehicle. Quote, simply because the youth may be found in a stolen car doesn't mean that we can prove that they stole it. It also doesn't mean that they were in the car at the time it was used to commit a robbery. Moriarty says that nine of the teens are facing charges and acknowledge the crime issues in the city. Quote, this was an important public safety issue, she said on Friday. So our supervisors were willing to put in that work to help the Minneapolis Police Department try to apprehend the people who are responsible for these crimes. She said her office is still working hard to hold all those involved accountable. I, I would say this to Mary, though. In the quote, it says this was an important public safety issue. It's not was, is. It is, This yes. is. Like, this is still a thing. Like, we got issues here. So, like, we got to continue to address this because it's not, we're not out of this yet. No. No. But, we, but, but I'm happy that things are starting to get resolved. Yeah. I mean, baby steps are still steps. Uh, a Des Moines arts organization is preparing to rip out a groundbreaking artwork that lines a pond in the historic city park, surprising the New York artist who created the work decades ago and leading to an outpouring of opposition by other artists and local residents. Now, the decision to remove the work, a series of walkways, shelters and viewing sites called Greenwood Pond Double Site, designed by artist Mary Misses, outraged arts advocates nationally and surprised local residents in Des Moines who have grown accustomed to meandering through the site. But the Des Moines Arts Center, which oversees the artwork, says the largely wooden structures need repairs costing $2.6 million, and future maintenance would cost millions more. Art Center director Kelly Baum said that there's no way to raise enough money to pay for the work, so demolition will begin this spring. She said it's difficult and it's challenging and it's very, very unfortunate for me, for the board, for the staff in the city, and I know for Mary. Now, last month, the center blocked access to some parts of the outwork, and soon after they notified Miss that it would all be removed. Oh. Now, Miss asked the art center to make public the engineering report that details problems and the cost of the repairs, but Baum said the center won't make its internal documents public. That's disappointing to hear. Going away. Yeah, things like those really, they add to a certain level yeah. of, of lifestyle. Yep. Quality of life, they, they absolutely do. It's very sad. Hey, real quick, I, I do want to mention this. I'm not trying to throw you off here. No, but, no. Go for um, it. I don't even know what you're going to say. DeMontis Sabonis. Yeah? Who's playing tonight against the, uh, and having one hell of a game against the, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. 
I hope he's able to have kids if he doesn't already. I've I seen that he went back to oh, the locker room. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see what happened. I don't I, know if I've ever seen somebody get kneed in the junk like that. Like, it was n- Really? Oh, my gosh. That hurt, dude. Was it, was you know, because some, you know, all it takes is a graze. Yeah. No, this was not a graze. Hmm. This was he got a he got a knee by cat, and it was <laughs> right. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I was and see, and it, it's not funny, but I was just going to ask you if oh, that was man. if that was cat kicking out his leg, attempting. No, a shot. it wasn't. It wasn't a kick out like that. No, because we know that cat is a little. Yeah, Loose he, with the legs. Yeah, he gets a little. Yeah, a lot of offensive fouls with the lower body by Carl Anthony Towns. Let's just let's just be honest. Yeah, but uh, Sabonis, well, maybe uh, Arvidas Sabonis is uh, is not going to be a, uh, a grandfather. <laughs> Grand- grandfather. He's right? not going to be a grandfather. No. Hey, uh, a New Jersey businessman pleaded guilty Friday to trying to bribe U.S. Senator Bob Menendez. How bad are you if you can't bribe Bob Menendez? <laughs> I mean, dude's as corrupt as they come. But he pled guilty after signing a cooperation deal with prosecutors Jose Uribe, not to be confused with, with the, the baseball player. I was going to say, not to be confused with the old Jose Uribe from the uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, sorry, getting my other music bed here. <laughs> Entered a plea in Manhattan federal court to seven charges, including conspiracy to commit bribery, honest services wire fraud. What the hell is honest services wire fraud? I don't even know what that is. I think they made that up. Obstruction of justice and tax evasion. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Basically, uh, he and Menendez, they're accused of taking gold bars, cash from real estate. Senator used his clout to get businessmen, multi-million dollar deal with uh, Menendez Kitsa. needs to go. Menendez. Is, I don't care that he's a Democrat. He's he got to go. He's slimy. Like, it says that he gave Menendez's wife a Mercedes Benz. Like, what are we doing here? I uh, I don't know. If there's a Mercedes-Benz dealership, I'll do all your endorsements. Seriously. Or if you want to get one for free, I'll take one. Oh, yeah. That's that's good business. You know, Belie- I'll take one legally. You legally. take one legally. Yeah, okay. Legally. <laughs> won't do Let's it like be clear. The- Let's just be clear. It won't be illegal. Drive it. <laughs> Drive it like you stole it, Lake. Come on. Oh, uh, man. No, I, I mean, it's – what was it? Uh, was it Georgia? Were they the the uh, the program that had all those kids that got into the the problems with the cars, with the the dealership? Yeah, the, that was Georgia. The driving, yeah. The driving. I mean, you talking about the speeding? Yeah, the speeding. Yeah. 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 Uh, UGA baby. UGA. That's how they do. Yeah. Apparently, uh, troublemakers down there in Georgia. George Bulldogs. George Bulldogs. Isn't there? Isn't there mascot? Wasn't he named Uga? Uga. 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 Mascot is named Uga. What do you no. think about? No, I, I mean, well, I think one Uga just passed away and they've got well, a new Uga. All now. of the Uggas are going to pass away and then there'll be a new Uga. Well, I know, but I, I, wasn't, I didn't know if it was Uga or Uga. Apparently it's Uga. Everybody out there, have an awesome weekend. Is it 56? 50? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you guys next Monday right here on The Lake Show. Smart Madness, baby. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 